Hey, welcome to Going Once Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch. Hello. And Spencer. <laughs> Howdy. We got a good show for you tonight. Week four is almost in the books. We got the Patriots and Chiefs still playing and the Green Bay Packers and the Falcons still playing. Uh, we saw some terrible calls by the refs in the Chiefs-Patriots game. Already. And uh, that's just how this, this day is going. So let's kick it off with some injuries reports. Let's bring more bad news. <laughs> so, just... Adding to the uh, serious number of players that are getting injured, we got Austin Eckler a hamstring problem. with a bad hamstring injury. Honestly, when it first happened, it didn't look good. I thought he was out for the year. Like, yeah. it just how he fell, how he was in pain. I, I was nervous about him all year. So, expect to go in the IR. I'm guessing, like, probably four to six weeks. Like, I'd be surprised if he's back before week 10. Like, honestly, the six weeks. I, I, think, six I weeks? think week 10 is their bye. Nice. Yeah, I'll Let me probably wait till that. Okay, well, he's definitely expected to miss time, though. There's just no yeah, real confirmation yet. Kind of spitballing. He's on the IR, so IR is at least uh, three weeks. Yeah. He's miss- He's missing more than Yeah, that's what I said. It's, I, I was like four to six, I would say. But yeah. it's going to be on the upper end of it. Uh, this is good news for some Justin Jefferson owners. And uh, I hope we get a bigger crew. It's Justin, yeah, Jackson, Justin Jefferson, by the way. No. Justin Jackson and Justin Jefferson, right? They have both of them. They're not on the same no, team. You're thinking yeah. Justin Jefferson, Joshua Kelly. Yeah, a yeah, wide receiver for the Vikings. Yeah, wrong team. My bad. You tried, though. Joshua Kelly. And, uh, and yes. you did this before the off season too. You were like Justin Jefferson is my guy. And then you started talking about the Chargers. Like Justin Jefferson is my guy. Like, oh man, I'll get it. Eventually. And also to go back, the Chargers do have a week ten bye, so that's why it's so bad. So yeah, and Eckler, then Eckler probably thing. isn't back till week eleven. Yeah, I don't think. Well, they need him, so they're not going to try to rush him back. I don't really think they're going to be in a big rush to uh, win that division again at at this rate. Their defense is playing pretty good to keep them in the games, but. They need to be able to keep up with these. They've been playing some good teams. So I can't say too Herbert's much. Herbert's been keeping them in it. Yeah, I was about to say, next year, they could they could be a pretty sneaky problem. So we got to see with that. But definitely uh, definitely look for uh, Joshua Kelly and uh, – Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. Man, they're tough. You were trying. I was going to – I'm just like, let me just say it so you don't mess it up. All right. Another person with a big injury is Nick Chubb. MCL sprain out six weeks. I'm guessing you're pretty happy if you're Nick. Ch- uh, not Nick Chubb. Kareem you're Hunt. pretty happy. You're pretty happy if you're a Kareem Hunt owner. The opposite. A lot of people. I think a lot of people have Chubb and Hunt. I feel like. Yeah, it's kind of. It's definitely the stack you want to get. Big money does. Yeah. But a lot of people you have to pay. Money. You got to pay up for that this year too. So that's like a tough stack to get always. Like that's the big issue. That people, we didn't know the Browns were going to be able to do this this effective with the run. Right, but you still have to wait. Like you were still seeing like Hunt early. Could also be the Cleveland effect, but you're also seeing Hunt pretty early, where you're not necessarily looking to grab that backup yet. Where you're like, how yeah, Alexander Madison, bit. you can wait a little bit longer. Like, but he had flex play value the whole time. It oh yeah, just he, be, it's a little risky to play both of them if you were going to take Chubb and Hunt. Right. Yeah. So you don't always do the stack, and you don't really think of Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb never got the injury proneness to him, so you're not really too worried about that double stack there. Yeah, he was. I think he was hurt a lot in college, but yeah, when he, he got in the NFL, he college. was fine. He's been good. So. But, yeah, so Nick Chubb out six weeks. Definitely going to be good for Kareem Hunt. Uh, and possibly look for uh, – it's a weird name. Uh, the Ernest Johnson. The Ernest Johnson. Uh, maybe watch that, him. Ernest, I don't mind putting him on any – not really put him on the red, but watch how they do because the problem is just going to keep running. If they pick him if – if, if they use him a lot this week, he's worth a pickup. I'm In my deep league, I'm probably going to try to make a bid for him. Yeah, like he's worth the waiver claim. So, yeah, he's going to not – I'm not sure he's going to be that great. But overall, I mean, it might be able to have some at least some bye week value coming up here. Because like it, it, the game was not close until it was forty one thirty eight, and Johnson was still on the field, and he got more. He out. Well, Hunt did have his little uh, injury over the week. He had a yeah. little groin problem. So, so yeah, that persists too, and so yeah, he should so. be a good play. And then shocking news was Alan Zar with a core surgery just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, um, Thursday night football. Very late, very late dinner. news. Right after I basically right after I picked him up, spent a good just solid <laughs> number of my fab on him, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh man, Devontae Adams not going to play." You know, still I think Van Scantling's going to be have a good value, but Lazard's going to be the guy. His name's Valdez Scantling, by the way. That's close enough. They knew what I was talking about. No, they didn't. Yeah, everyone knows what you're talking about. I do. We do. But <laughs> Lazard. Is uh that was just a big shock to me. I don't even know he when he's supposed one. to be coming back. I was pretty happy. He was supposed to help me out this week. Uh, uh as a, didn't need him. As a person who also bet on Alan Zard, I was so happy when Scotty <laughs> got him. It's a tough injury. It's it came out of nowhere and it's a real problem. He was he was emerging as the his best NFL game and just followed yeah. it up with 
And with Adams out, he was for sure the one, and he was going to get a lot more work. Man. Especially against the Falcons. And yep. Watch out, Darius Shepard. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Well, so they're going to have a ton. It's not actually AKA Aaron Jones is getting like eight receptions a game now. Yeah, that's true, too. Hopefully, uh, Tanya gets used. Oh, yeah, and Tanya. So. Uh, it's hard to trade for Aaron Jones, by the way. No, next it's impossible. List, it's impossible. Yeah, you can't do it. I, we try every week, I think. You got, if you were one of the lucky people that got him in the second round, we were wrong. Good job. <laughs> we were wrong. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, there was <laughs> a lot of. Being right, though. It was a little bit scary with him going in the year, but yeah, he just showed me, he was like, hey, Aaron, both Aaron's are on his hair this year. Like, <laughs> hey, why would you draft our backups? Like, we're still good. Mainly all the hype about A.J. Dillon's legs. His quads. Yeah, his quads. Aaron Rodgers officially said he has bigger quads than Pat McAfee, and uh, Pat was pretty salty about it. <laughs> it was pretty funny to watch. He was like, oh, come on. He's going to be hitting the gym again. <laughs> He's been hitting that Stairmaster. <laughs> so next on our list, we got uh, Chris Godwin out. Most likely another week. Should be back after that week. Uh, especially with this just short turnaround week, I bet you they're not going to try to rush it. And oh, I don't sure think they're going to need him against if the Bears. If this was on Sunday, I it's 50-50 each way. But since it's Thursday, he's not going to play. And against, against the, it's against the Bears. I don't think they're worried about the Bears. I think the Bears, uh, they had a lucky 3-0 start. But I think they're going to be coming back down to earth here soon. I'd say that, but they need some offense. Like, their offense is just getting hurt left and right. So... Mike Evans just scored limping around everywhere. <laughs> he just kept getting the ball and was they fine. Need, uh, Brady needs someone to throw the ball to. I mean, Gronk's there, but he's just standing there and blocking. Yeah. Maybe they can sign Sanu again. Get Des oh. Bryant up in there. <laughs> yeah, honestly, anybody that goes to that team is going to get a touchdown. Like, they're just going to immediately get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'll just keep with uh, Mike Evans' uh, five touchdowns in four weeks. That's pretty sweet. Not bad. And move on to – I still love the stat line of two touchdowns. Two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. Best stat line. He's just – that's just him. I, I, goal line is when he was going to be used the most. I wish I could see him get used more when uh, Chris Godwin gets back on the play. <laughs> I, but hopefully I, this gives him that connection, They that better connection. They're like, oh. I right. wish he was used more that week than just goal line. <laughs> so, like yeah, just, well, it's always <laughs> scary to get just rely on that touchdown. So, But honestly, this year, Mike has the guy that I'm like, I think he's going to get touchdown every week. So there's probably there has to be a week he doesn't. But – that's probably just me as biased. So next week is uh, Noah Fonts on this list. He got an ankle injury. He's out for a couple weeks. Just another person on the uh, another person on the um, Denver Broncos that is just out again. I did not know he was missing multiple weeks till like right before the show, and I'm pretty salty about it. Like I felt really good about having Noah Fant this year, and I was like, sweet, I got a good guy. I could play him every week. And now I'm back in the tight end crap over here, and it's like it's an endless pit of misery. And it just sucks because, like, I was so excited about Denver, and now it's just they're just oh, the they're bottom feeders. They're the, they're the bottom feeders now. Yeah, I didn't trust Denver's offense, but that's not what I meant by uh, them <laughs> all going out. I expected some of them to be healthy. I was like, I did not expect all these big injuries, but it really helps out with uh, uh, Melvin Gordon. Just keep dominating. Yeah, but you need the offense to be able to do something is the only issue. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, we'll get into we'll get into Melvin Gordon. Well, I'll, I'll save that for when we get into Melvin Gordon later. So, next on the list is O.J. Howard. Had an amazing touchdown, and Achilles is gone now. Uh, poor, poor, poor Howard. It sucks. So the first time he looked good in like two years, and just rips his Achilles off in five. I was really mad at him last year for what he did to me, but like I still <laughs> love him as a player, and just it sucks. He has just he has so much potential, and yeah, it's just like you just hate to see just someone go down with an Achilles injury. He's out for the year, and offense is just going to be amazing this year. They've been clicking a little bit more, too, and he was getting involved, mm-hmm. and that and was I, a good play for him. That was might, another play they ran for him. I don't remember when he got drafted, but he might be a free agent soon, too, so this is, like, very bad timing. Let me look that up. Oh, that's the worst timing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is probably his fourth year in the league now. So, yeah, it should be this year. Unless they – oh, 2017. So this is his third year. Yeah, his third year, okay. Okay. So, yeah, but it's coming up here now, the following year, so unless he comes, he has to come back pretty strong. They could, ex- they could use a fifth-year option, but who knows what they'll do. Uh, next, we saw that uh, the reason why the Patriots and Chiefs are playing today is just because uh, Cam Newton had the coronavirus. So. Coronavirus. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to end up being need to get back. I'm I guessing think he's out this next week, too. He's out. They already announced that. I think it's going to have to be two. I thought it was a two-week recovery time anyway, so. Well, it's like whenever you get two negative tests or something like that. Yeah. You have to, you get, five, you have to get five or something like that in a row. Like it's, you, have to get, you have to, like, speed it up, like, quick. Yeah, but I, I think he'll miss – he's missing this Chiefs game, and I think he'll miss next week. But I'm 
as long as he doesn't test positive again, he should be back after that, is what I'm gathering. Thursday. It's that just is, we don't really know. Right. So. It just hurts the Patriots. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it hurts yeah, all their weapons. Hurts like, uh, Harry was going to start being good. Honestly. It hurts your confidence for Harry, too, because then you, get, you still got to see it when Cam comes back before you're going to want to play him again. Like, like I was excited to play him this week because I'm like, this is going to be a shootout. And, and that happened. Not, and now I, I didn't play him, and yeah. I'm playing Russell Gage, which is like. Not really a bad idea. Like it's not a bad thing, but it's, you know, with everyone back playing healthy though, then he's back to the third. So exactly. But if it's so a shootout, it's like, he should be fine still. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping, but I, I mean, I'm gonna lose in that league anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but like, I was excited to play Harry. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep uh, looking. I gotta see how this game finishes out, but I think James White's gonna be used a lot. I've already seen him get used quite a bit. He's gonna be in that passing work. So it I, was one play. We saw one. No, play. I've seen. I've been watching a couple extra. I see nah. one play. No, no, he's been used quite a bit now, so I don't think he has a ton of points yet. Like, but I think if he can get like if he, right, he can get like ten, fifteen it. points this week, I think he's he's probably up about five, five or six points. Which league do you have him in? Uh, I have him in uh, our the beer league. Okay. I have so to, while I, we're looking up that stat, also Michael Thomas should be back this week. So he's been just a pain to have there on the bench the whole week. Yeah. Back in first round draft pick, just. Killing you, and look there's James White again. He has, uh, yeah, six, six four weeks. for f- one rush, six yards, four catches, thirty six yards. But I don't think that updated yet. Six point two. So he's gonna be starting. He's gonna be starting uh, stepping into it right now. So I think he's gonna be good. I don't think he's gonna be like that explosive. I don't know if he's gonna be that explosive. But I think he's gonna be. He can still get you that fifteen. He's a he's a PPR flex. If it's not PPR, I am way more skeptical. So, but he's still going to be used no matter what. And I think this is where they're going to end up needing him because I don't think they're going to get the ball down the field whatsoever. Especially without Cam. Like, yeah. He's a smash play. So, but Michael Thomas should be back. And that should just help out the whole Saints offense again, get them back rolling. And Michael Thomas, once he comes back, I am not scared whatsoever that he's going to get back yeah. to get 10 catches yeah. right away. Are we talking about Michael Thomas? Yeah. Well, we were looking up James White. We were talking oh, about <laughs> I thought it was like, wait a second. Yeah. And then. One thing, we don't have it down, but Devontae Adams, he's out tonight. Their buys next week. He should be back week six. So. Yeah, I think it was another one. They're, they're like, all right, we're playing the Falcons. We'll be fine. We can handle it. They will blow any lead. I was like, our offense can keep up with them still. We'll be fine. <laughs> also, also, breaking news, Bill O'Brien got fired. So that's oh, awesome. yeah. That's what we first brought up to the show. But <laughs> Injury to the ego. <laughs> <laughs> Broke his Lost his coach job and his GM job. That just hurts. His two jobs in the same day. I thought he was gonna get to keep one of them, but no, 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 no. You're not. You can't lose one and keep the other. I didn't think he could lose a GM job. Honestly, I didn't think he could. Lose. <laughs> the owners was like, hey. <laughs> I feel like I feel like what Bill O'Brien did was he did a lot of uh, just trust me, and then <laughs> eventually the just trust of... me just stopped working. They're like, hey man, we trusted you, and this is what we get. They're like, see all these memes? This is what's happening. Or the owner memes. was just on vacation, just came back. He's like, wait, <laughs> where's DeAndre Hopkins? Right. Wait, wait, we, we won How that playoff game, right? How much did we play in We were David up Johnson? 24 nothing. How much did we pay in David Johnson? <laughs> we traded him for David Johnson? <laughs> oh, man. David Johnson, though, does have more touchdowns than DeAndre Hopkins this year. He looks pretty good this year. Just their offense I don't want to say pretty good. He's looking I mean, good this Hopkins year. Hopkins has like 80 receptions on the I would week. say David Johnson looks pretty good compared to what I thought he like Compared <laughs> to what he could have been. Yeah, but again. So moving into our it boom. Was a, a, no context. It was a negative play. Doesn't matter. It's half point PPR. Still got some points. Yeah, point one points. I can't believe that negative. We'll take it. You got, you got even. You broke even on that play. It's a half point PPR. It was, he only lost like two yards. It'd be uh, point three. Booms of the week. Bringing up the first main guy of the booms of the week. You just won't listen. We got Joe Mixon. He did it this week. He finally did it. They figured out how to use him. 150 rushing yards. Two TDs rushing. One TD receiving. Six catches, 30 yards, 39.1 points in a half-point PPR league. He's back. You know, all my doubts were gone from him. I got a little bit nervous <laughs> going into this. Hey, he's like, need a boom. But he started off all slow last year. Good. Started off slow last year. He started off slow again this year. And, you know, knew he was just going to happen. Just took a game against Jacksonville to get it going. And stinks they had to play the Ravens next week. Yeah, what about this upcoming game? Do your worries completely go away? Or are they just like uh, I think they know what it, I think they're gonna be able to use them still. So you're not trading you're not gonna trade him high? Nah, you're not trading mm-hmm. Joe Mixon. I off. I wouldn't either. And I have Joe Mixon and I'm more like Scotty loves Joe Mixon. And I'm like, it's okay, but I wouldn't trade him right now. Cause 
Yeah, the next two weeks are gonna be tough, but he should be okay. He's so tough. He's gonna be overall, <laughs> but he's just been sur- just surviving. He's been surviving. I so, think as long as he doesn't do as bad as he's been doing to start, like, as long as he starts getting a, I think he can get a touchdown in here next week. Still, just maybe that the yards are not gonna be there. I, the if one he gets six receptions. That's that's a super nice little base right that, there. And that's what I was about to bring up. The one nice thing is you do not see Giovanni Bernard just being a little vulture. To, a little son of a vulture. Yeah, to Mixon's targets, goal line, whatever. You didn't see that because they actually realized, hey, Joe Mixon's awesome. We should just give him the ball all the time. So, yeah, finally after an injury. Yeah. <laughs> after, so. Yeah, that chest injury is weird. But. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm not injured. I can play. I can play. I can, I can breathe. breathe. So very happy he's Same back. Game. Very happy he got a big game. Uh, that's I think that's all we have to say about it anymore. Yeah. All right, my guy, boom of the week, is Melvin Gordon. Oh, Melvin. It's He had been good, pretty consistent up in this point. But when you play against the Jets, man, it just – your scoring just goes up. You hear stat padding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two touchdowns, one 43-yard just awesome play. When I was screaming, no, it, he got stuffed for nothing. And then he just backs up. Brett Rippon becomes the best lead blocker I've ever seen. <laughs> and Melvin Gordon just gets into the end zone. So nice 20-some-odd point week. Melvin Ozzie could have had a better game. There were multiple times he was running, and he would had space to the outside, and he would just cut in. I'm like, Melvin, what are you doing? But yeah. you can't complain. He was awesome. Yeah, so I did get a little bit scared. Like, he still would have had a good week without that 40-yard run, but that 40-yard touchdown around the end really just padded that stat at the end. Oh, it made it he even keeps better. He saving his week every week. He's not lighting up the scoreboard or nothing. Like, I mean, this week he kind of did, but overall he's just been doing the damn thing. <laughs> it's also scary when he tried to hurdle a man and got hit right in the <laughs> – Right in the thigh. I'm like, oh, please be okay. Please be okay. I know your limits. Yeah, really. I'm like, Melvin, I love you, but you're not a hurdler. You don't know his life. <laughs> All right, my first boom of the week is Odell Beckham. He Woo! finally popped off. And it wasn't even crazy volume this week. He uh, he went eight. He got eight targets, five receptions, 81 yards, two TDs, and another rushing TD for 50 yards to basically seal the game. Like, that was he was prime time. Yeah, that though that rushing at the end, that's an eleven point play <laughs> that just had his stats after having a great day. Yeah, but thank the Cowboys defense for allowing two trick plays to work against them for touchdowns. Like not just get yards. O- Odell touchdowns. loves to it's destroy tough. the Cowboys. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. Like that Jarvis play was good. That was just good design. Like the, Odell just made that play happen. Like it didn't make any sense. Like I was talking to a coworker today. I was like, how did he outrun everyone on that play? Like, apparently he was like, supposed to go down. It looked like the Cowboys forgot that if you push him to the sideline, that's, like, out of bounds. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he just cut back in, and everyone's like, oh, what do we do? No, yeah, there's only a very few number of people that could have made that play happen, and wow. OBJ's up there as, as one of them. He shows that he still has the talent up there. It's not just getting wasted on the Browns. <laughs> He's like, he still has it, still is good to go. And, you know, a nice three-game winning streak for the Browns. Yeah. This is going to start adding up for Odell. Odell's going to start buying into it a little bit more. Odell is going to be playing off like, oh, man, my team's good now. Like We can actually win a game. Oh, let's do this. I feel let's like play. I think if he's he bought gets, in already. Right, yeah, if he gets these, like, eight or nine targets but gets, like, five for, like, he can get five for – Five for 80 right, in his sleep. That's what I'm saying. He can get five for 70 to 100 every week, and it's like you just got to have to adjust your fantasy. If he gets a touchdown or two, he's going to be great for your team. But if he gets that – he has that baseline right now. Like, yeah, hope he gets that the touchdown. The way the Browns are flying. Mm-hmm. As long as he can get that touchdown, he'll be good. Other than that, I mean, yeah, you said, remember, I get five catches, like 70 yards. So he can still get you. He still gets you a nice little base. But, yeah, he's not still not going to be – he's still not the number one reliable guy yet. But I like to see where he's – I know. That's what I'm saying. But now I'm starting to see him, like, after this week. I think the Browns are going to get him to use – especially without Chubb, and I think they're going to have to use, rely right. on him a little bit more. Yeah. Well, Stefanski just seems like a good coach. Like, it's not as scary to play a Browns player when the Browns don't look He looks a lot better than terrible. Kitchen. Yeah, like, they look like a functional team that, you know, does things correctly for the most part. Like, they're not really beating themselves. Like, last year it was every good play. It was a holding penalty. It's like, this year they do a good play, and it's like, there's no flag. <laughs> I know. The team might actually be better right Odell now. Odell did that like reverse run, and I'm like, I swear, if there is a flag on this play, because it's like as a Browns fan, it's like, oh, there there has to be a flag. Yeah. How how is yeah. there not? Well, we also brought it into uh, brought into reality about saying like, oh, the game's not over yet. Like, we can blow this thing. We're not gonna blow this thing. And also, you start seeing the comments oh come back like, ha, 
This game's not close enough. <laughs> like, hey, come on, Browns. I, I believed in you in that third quarter. And then uh, this fourth quarter, you're making me a little skeptical. You guys scored two, three straight two-point <laughs> conversions. <laughs> off uh, oh, my God. We oh. did. I will bring it up to it was a little scary. I'm pretty confident he touched that ball on that onside kick. And they oh, he didn't. didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. They showed the replay. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I it's looked... really close. Dak, you and Dak may think that, but he didn't so, touch it. I, yeah, I must have missed that, the second replay. Oh, yeah, the replay. It looked like he touched the it. The replay, it was not close. Like, he was just like, yeah, I didn't touch it. Well, I'm assuming the guy, I'm assuming you know enough in the NFL, like, if you touch the ball, you go get the ball. I kick off. But they didn't touch the ball, though. Exactly. Anyway. They're playing it safe. But going into my next uh, boom of the week is Antonio Gibson. Finally, I I'm not gonna say finally for him because like you're not you weren't really drafting him yet to play, but like he's just been creeping. He's just been he's been getting you what is it like uh, I think he's like getting you like twelve. He creeping 13, in the bushes, <laughs> and it's just like I don't know. It's like if he gets he that potential, out, he's still on a uh, still in Washington. You never know, and um, all of a sudden, boom, nice. Uh, that was a 40-yard catch. He, that, I think he scored in, like, three straight games. Yeah, he scored in three straight games now. He had a nice 40-yard catch, so hopefully just keep using him in the passing game. It's increased pretty much every week. Well, sort of. 2-2, two, 3-5. Two, but it's going up there. That's with his big play. It also helped that, uh, I think, I don't know if it was McKissick or Barber. One of them fumbled, and I'm pretty sure they got benched for it. <laughs> so, that is helpful. So, so that just helps out of weeks in a row, though. 11-11-20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I said. He's been good. And I think this week he's... uh. I think this week he's going to be getting a start for me again. Uh, I gotta see, I gotta see where he's going. He's probably gonna be my nice flex play this week. Who's He's playing the Rams, so it's gonna be a Rams. If it's if he gets passing game, it's gonna be a good play. But then he plays the Giants the week after, so the week after he's gonna have a great bounce back game no matter what. The Giants do solve a lot of problems for other teams. Mm -hmm. Him and the Jets stat padded. Unless you're the. But I mean, this was against the this was against the Ravens though. This was against the Ravens where he got did some work. But I mean, it was on a lot in that one big play. You take away that forty yard play. I mean, he's back down. He's a good baseline, though. 11, yeah. 11 points a week 11, is great. Yeah. So, especially with some bye weeks coming up. Now, that's a double-digit base guy. <laughs> what? Jonathan Taylor. Giving you I mean, Montgomery digits. sucks, too. I don't want to hear I it. know, but Jonathan Taylor's not getting 10 points. And you were like, his floor is 10 points. He got like 8 digits. points something. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I know. James Jefferson. So, moving on to the next Jackson. guy. I wish Dave, I wish DJ Moore got one more of the catches. And <laughs> 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 I really could have been second guy. Oh, that's me. Um, all right. Now he's not paying attention. Well, you're being dumb. So my next guy he's on my list you. is DJ Chark. Oh man, it felt good to play DJ Chark this week. <laughs> it was very scary to do it because last he had not been doing. He got seven targets total through two weeks. Just mysteriously was out for week three. So week four he got. <laughs> he was super low volume for a couple, yeah. couple weeks. I was like, what are you? What are you Nine targets, doing? eight receptions, over a hundred and two touchdowns. Just awesome or like he might have had 90 some 95 95 ouch close enough fake yards scotty does it scotty over and plays it's fine <laughs> so <laughs> he's not telling the truth with bowling scores right now right <laughs> we're good <laughs> we're talking about football he doesn't play those yeah i definitely shot 190 like minimum <laughs> it's fine but uh yeah anyway i'm just i can't concentrate dj chark he was awesome he's in line for another great game this next week i think they oh, play yeah. Hear about uh, him later. Who do they Texans. play? They play the Tech, who who just <laughs> just lost Bill O'Brien. Who suck. Who also <laughs> suck. Or they could have that bounce back coach game. I mean, if I that's the case, then it. it's going to be high scoring and Shark's going to be involved. So, either way, like Shark is but basically matchup proof. Like he's going to be involved no matter what. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I like him, but I'm still just scared. But, like this, but I'm just but scared. I, of I didn't the like him before stuff. the season, so I, I still, still don't, don't like him. Nah. I, I don't I don't love him. I like him. I don't love him. Perfect impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> I was a good week from there. But, like, let's just see what he does next week. You know, I just want to see it happen. A little uh, consistency still. Uh, it hasn't been there yet. He's at 9, uh, was it 10, 10, and 24. But yet, Gibson's amazing for going 11, 11, 20. There was not as much hope for Gibson. That's my thought about Gibson. But Chark wasn't a high pick either. Like, Chark was He's high. a value pick. But you, were, value but you were more expecting him to like get a third, it. Would be like Gibson, I wasn't... Getting him to play. Spencer's third Gibson's or fourth wideout, though. Yeah, like you he's, got him not as your, like, of, third wide guy, receiver. Still. Yeah, but Gibson, I didn't get the start. Gibson's just you that bench guy. You got him to guy. start eventually, though. They yeah, grow. you didn't – You just dra- so and, you just drafted him to sit on your bench the whole Chark year? Chark was hoping for – In like, a keeper league, yes. <laughs> I, I thought he'd be good. I don't know when I was going to get to play him, but, yeah, for a keeper league, I thought he was going to take a year to develop, and this is the guy I was going to go for. 
So, but if he keeps getting involved in the assassin work, that's where I'm gonna like it a lot. Especially, uh, I'm just waiting for, uh, I'm just waiting for Dwayne Haskins to not be the quarterback over there. I mean, they he did not. Like, granted, it was the Ravens and a lot of garbage time. But, like, McLaurin had a good game. Gibson had a good game. That's how he yeah, saves them. He McLaurin. saves it every time. He has one drive to end the game. And, like, it's like, well, right, let's give him another shot. I mean, either way, like, even if it's, if it's Kyle Allen or him, I mean, it it's, sucks. it's the same situation. Like, it's terrible either way. So. Like, the, Kyle Allen is not an improvement. I'm just waiting for them to realize that they just need to keep using him and, uh, him and McLaurin the whole time. Yeah, as a McLaurin owner, I would like using McLaurin all the time. Go ahead, Mitch. All right, so I'm gonna talk about Devontae Parker. He didn't, he didn't light it up because he didn't really get a touchdown. But I would say going 12, getting 12 targets, 10 receptions for 110 yards is a pretty good fantasy day. And uh, I don't know, it's against the Seahawks. Hope you're hoping he get a touchdown or two, but like that's a cute, that's a great fantasy day. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's finally healthy now. Parker's been lying for a good couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. I was I w- happy he was back. Yeah, he's good. So the only thing that's making me nervous is. Flores was asked today, he's like, who's your quarterback week one? And he's like, I guess it's Fitzpatrick. Oh, no. I just started to believe in Parker. (laughs) Don't do this to me. So, uh, if you could trade high on him, or trade high on him. You guys interested in Devontae Parker? I don't think he's had enough. He just hasn't had enough good weeks yet to really have been like, yeah, I need to go for him. Yeah, I'm getting excited about him. Because I didn't even want him. So, the fact that he had two good weeks now. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a dolphin effect on him. It's the same concept with, like, the... Well, it's also that he sucked the, for, like, four years. <laughs> Dude, that, that effect isn't great either. So, yeah, you just don't want to, like... He's on those teams. Like, Devontae Parker on any other team, you're like, oh, this guy's good. Dolphins 49ers this week, though, so... It has to be another good matchup for him. So, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. So, um, going into my last guy of the week is... Yeah. Uh, talking about the 49ers, uh, we got George Kittle. Good. With God. 15 catches, 185 yards, and a touchdown. <sighs> it sucked playing against George Kittle. That was insane. What I was saying this before is like, you see the stat line of, you see how much the quarterback threw. Didn't even catch that, uh, didn't even catch that they uh, brought in, um. CJ Bathard. Bathard. His mustache is pretty cool. It's, ah. it's blonde, and it is thick, and he's got, he almost got a mullet. Like, he's mullet. Uh, like adjacent, like he's there. He could get a mullet if he Billy Ray to. Cyrus Jr. Yeah, he could be. He could be a piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're hopefully. I think they're just hoping that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start. He had a little bit of a Jimmy G got a, like a bad rap going into this, and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh look how good Jimmy G is. Yeah, oh, we know Jimmy G was actually good. <laughs> yeah, so like, we need Jimmy G. We miss him. I, I tried to tell you guys he was a good quarterback, <laughs> not for fantasy, real I, life. Yeah. He's a he's a game manager. And that's what I mean, when they me. said they were interested in signing Tom Brady, I'm like, no, don't do that. That's stupid. So, so just think of be a backup. Yeah. Jimmy's just looking at him the whole time. He's just throwing touchdowns. <laughs> but Kittle, just great week for him. Yeah. You know, this is what you expect for him. Um, the be- one of the best tight ends. Yeah, especially off of an injury. This yeah. is ridiculous. And, he's playing and this is Miami. this is showing you the reason why you guys. This is why you paid for him right here. This mm-hmm. this game right here, you don't see this from any other tight end. It's almost as if it's like kind of worth it to pay up for. I these still tight don't ends. agree with it, but that's why you pay for it. I mean, Kelsey and Kittle, pretty awesome. I know Kelsey or Kittle's been hurt, but you know, then you get this when he comes back. So, my next dude is Adam Thielen. Very very nice bounce back Dude. from Adam Thielen. Very nice bounce back for the whole uh, for the Vikings. Vikings in general. So it looks like they're totally drowning in it now. And the, what's great about this game is not only did Thielen have a great game, so did Justin Jefferson. So yeah. the trap game did not work out. He was awesome anyway, over 100 receiving yards. And honestly, when they're passing, it's going to Thielen, it's going to Jefferson, and Cook. So he was awesome. It's Hopefully, Zimmer, I have faith that he's going to have this team like not a complete dumpster fire the entire year. So If they start passing more... Thielen's gonna be pretty awesome because Jefferson is tough to cover. Like he's actually gonna be, mm-hmm. he's really fast out there and good with the ball. So th- they're gonna, I don't know if they're gonna take away Jefferson, but he, they're gonna take away the big threat and Adam Thielen's gonna eat him up. Yeah, yeah. I wish, uh, yeah, I wish Kirk Cousins didn't just blow the beginning of this year so I could actually have like uh, I wanted kept to keep Justin him Morgan. I'm pretty hyped to have him. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> so this is what happens at the beginning of every year. Last year it was a mutiny with Diggs and Thielen. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year it was the same thing. Like, was worse last year, honestly. But because they just refused to throw, they're just like, we're gonna run all the time. 
That could be the scary thing about the uh, <laughs> so Bills bad. game coming up is like the fact they didn't get his like middle of the year game yet, where he gets his 170 yards and uh, three TDs. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's only gone he's six for one fifteen last yeah, he week. He hasn't scored his forty eight points in a game. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's still kind of. I'm he still is, a little bit Diggs scared. Diggs is honestly probably the biggest bargain of the draft so far. He could finish as a top five receiver easy still. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just did not expect like this is exactly what Josh Allen needed. I I thought he would be, I thought this would be a really good help, and I did not think it would be like <laughs> it would turn the Josh key. Allen. <laughs> like I didn't think it would be like the to unlock the Pandora's box. Right. Like I didn't think that's what it would be. Like I didn't know that it would just open the chest of just everything it's like okay i thought it would just be like a better team now <laughs> and it it i don't think anyone could have predicted that even the coach no. is like well this is pretty nice <laughs> so go ahead mitch oh it's my turn mm-hmm. all right you got the last one talking about cd lamb i was i really thought about doing the lamb noise but then i just i decommitted <laughs> it Meh. but like <laughs> see not bad not bad if you'd have just been slurpy on your, oh, that would have been fantastic. <sighs> so Lamb, he's having a pretty efficient year right now. He went, uh, he had seven targets, five receptions, seventy-nine yards, two touchdowns, and he just gets used in this offense a lot. And they're always down, and uh, they're not going to stop anybody from scoring this year. So they're going to be in, they're going to be in go 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 mode. No, they're going to have to stop somebody from scoring this year. They're not. I don't think they're going to stop think- anybody. Who's they going to stop? I think they're going to figure it out. I think this is their wake-up call. What do you That's mean? what I think It's it been is. four straight weeks of them being atrocious. Yeah, but I this know. is the Browns. I guess Seattle was like a, What do you mean it's team. the Browns? You use the Browns as a negative and you're like, oh, it's the Browns. That's, that's a good thing now. That's oh, how just, it is. Yeah. That's just yeah. how it is in the league. That's why everyone was saying this here. No one was talking about the Browns. This is the whole reason they're like, you let the Browns score 49 points? <laughs> they don't say anything about the Falcons scoring 40 points. They say nothing about the Seahawks scoring 40 points. Well, no one is scoring 49 against The Cowboys them. should be 0-4. If the Falcons could just jump on a plane. <laughs> like, that's what it comes down to. But it's better that the Falcons are. Oh, over. yeah. I love the memes of the Falcons way more, so I enjoy it. So yeah. the, the Cowboys suck, and the Falcons are a meme again, so it's great. So, yeah, C.D. Liam had a great game, and he's going to have the wide receivers for Dallas are going to have great games all year long. Gallup is, is going to be the most uh, like inconsistent one, but him and Cooper are probably going to be every week just – pretty good numbers yeah, i think him and lamb are gonna go back and him and lamb are gonna go back and forth a little bit like i don't think well, lamb's gonna be like big play Gall- lamb's gonna be like every week lamb's like, gonna Gallup's get lamb right now he's had five guy. five catches every week mm-hmm. so like nothing crazy there he's still gonna need that touchdown he's to get like that crazy week but yeah you're getting, getting him as your flex spot your third third receiver on a stack team already yeah, like he's gonna be my that's flexor. still good that's still good i mean thing. as a dude you got off the waivers he's gonna be <laughs> in most leagues, you got him off waivers. Uh, a lot of people drafted some him. Some people could have drafted him. I don't think everyone drafted him because he got drafted in both our leagues. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he had a lot of hope going into this year. We even had it too. We kind of got a little bit hyped off because they were talking about Gallup again. And then we realized, like, no, the CD Lamb guy is good. As soon as you see them on the field, it was like, that guy's awesome. Yeah, as a CD, as a will, Michael Gallup owner, it's pretty upsetting. <laughs> and if Dak keeps no throwing agrees. for 450 yards every week, he's like... Yeah, when he throws for 500 yards and Michael Gallup is 30 of them. Dude, they... He's one of the few quarterbacks to throw a 500-yard passing game and lose, and I'm pretty confident Tony yeah. Romo's also on that list. Oh, I don't know about oh, that. No, I, I'm Matt pretty Ryan confident. Just stop it. Stop it. All right, can we talk about anything else? Yeah. So, we'll get into that. I'm gonna look in, I'm gonna keep looking into that. Bust of the week. So let's get yeah. the bust of the week. Oh, let's get let's, I'm ready for this. Right. The bust of the week is Kenyon Drake. And he just been a bust <laughs> all year. I'm just sad. Like it's there has not been a week where you're like looking at Kenyon Drake and you're like He's got some hope. Maybe week one. No, every like, week there's hope. No, this no. week there's no hope. No. Each week it was like. And that's the over. thing. After week one, there's hope was all gone. No, it was not all gone. Cause he he, was he scored yards. week one. That was the one thing. It's like, all right, he scored at least. Yeah, here, let's go through the emotions here. Yeah, let's just. Like, we all, one, we all have invested in this man, and he is ruining us. One week, he gets 60 yards and a touchdown. You're like, all right, cool. Coming off first, that precautionary. First week, first week, it's fine. Precautionary yeah. boot, you're cool. Next week, 20 rushing twenty rushing attempts, 86 yards, no touchdowns. You're like, he's getting a lot of work. 20, 20 rushes, that's okay. A, that's some okay. yards. And 18 for 73, and like, no passing work. And you're like, that's okay. where I'm getting okay. scared, because that was okay. the reason you wanted Drake, was that, that passing work. That was the work. ceiling. That was, yeah, that was he's not having that passing work, he's just... None he's of the not there anymore. Well, we thought, you could, we thought he was going to get the touchdowns. Like, Kyle, he's getting Kyler Murray so bad. Kyler Murray is stealing all these touchdowns from him. Like, 
Oh, it's it's top four. He got he has nothing, and the, the, with no receiving, the ceiling is just gone. It yeah, is so Chase gone. Edmonds is outworking him in receiving, which but they're not even using him in receiving that much. No, they're not really using anybody. They're just using Tyler just run, and they're, they're looking for they're looking for. I mean, more than Drake. They're looking really. for um Hopkins. If Hopkins isn't open, they're like, uh, no one's <laughs> All right, it. we'll just go around a little bit. So, you know why you guys are looking at this? It was in 2013. Uh, uh, Chase Edmonds' targets was five, four, two, and six. Which is blowing Drake out of the water. No, it's not. Yes, yes, it is. Look, Harry. Two, I'm, two, I, one, zero. That, all right, so split. that is blowing Drake it out of the not. water. It is not. It's like, it's ten targets more in like four games, if that. It's less than ten. Two, two, one. He has five targets. Wait, was that targets or receptions? I don't remember. Targets. Two, two, one. Two, two, one. He's a hundred percent catch rate, though. Just so you know. Yeah, I wish they'd use him more. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Tony Romo threw uh, for 506 Golly. yards and lost to the Broncos in 2013. If you just said Browns, I would have laughed so hard. Yeah, I, lost to the Broncos, I would have laughed so hard. Uh, the, the, the targets, the yeah. crazy. The targets like, is oh, no, 17 to 5. That's crazy. It's not that bad. It's pretty not great. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, honestly, like, Edmonds like kind of the route to go, but. I know, I'm about to play him, though, against the Jets. Like, it's, it's like, you kind of just don't know <laughs> what That's to the say. thing that sucks is Drake has an amazing matchup this week, and it's like, I don't want to play him. We'll talk about that when we get there. Ugh. <sighs> My up now? Yep. Uh, so, my Go. first bust of the week. And he didn't really, like, it wasn't busting, but it wasn't great. It was Robert Woods. Nah, I think you can call that a bust. Three, uh, five for 35, something like that. It was just, the Rams, why do you, why are you not being the Giants by 30? Like, I just, <laughs> I don't understand. Why did you? <laughs> why are you so stubborn there? Like, we have to run with everyone not named Daryl Henderson. Just give it to Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. It just seems like the Rams this year are just playing to the level of their opponent. Like, that's it. I don't understand. They don't want to, they don't play any better. Not, like, maybe a little worse that they have, they do have a loss. Because Robert Woods has been bailed out with either yardage or a touchdown each week so far. And this week he just didn't get either. So, not a, they didn't kill you, but he definitely didn't help you this week. Yeah, now nah, well, now he had six catches. That does help if he was a PPR. If it is PPR, he didn't kill you, but you're expecting more. Didn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of not feeling good, playing Miles Sanders feels really, really not good right now. The Eagles are terrible. I don't know what the heck is going on over there. They're terrible, and they're like maybe the best team in that division. And it, yeah, it's. I, I know it's the Cowboys, but like, oh my God, both of them suck. <laughs> Like, Sanders going 13 for 46 and just only four targets. And honestly, all four targets were terrible from Carson Wentz. Like, Sanders looks good with the ball, but he's just never in a good opportunity to score or to even get the ball in space. When like, four just, of your five offensive linemen get hurt, it's yeah, not good. It's just – it's tough to be a Miles Sanders guy right now. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, again, that's not a crazy, crazy bus week for you. But it's a bus week. It's, it's pretty not, hard bus. Miles Sanders was drafted back in round one top Against, two. Like, yeah, it's, it's the last two weeks have been rough. They played Cincinnati last week. You, you expect you're just expecting so much more, yeah. mm-hmm. and then that's just what happens. So hopefully he can kind of start picking into it. But I just think the Eagles just not in the best spot right now. I don't think the Eagles know I what know, they're, they're doing. Terrible. The yeah. Eagles are just being scrappy right now and just trying to figure out a way how to win. So yeah, they're, they're not figuring out they're, anything. Well, they're putting out John Hightower on the the receiving field. Like what? Who is that? I told you they're playing Invictus. They're actually doing a movie this year. They're just picking anybody off the street to be their Mike wide receiver. Wahlberg is the starting wide receiver. Bill Belichick's got to go to Walmart to find his next Edelman or Hogan or Welker. I don't know. Uh, you're not going to be fine if, you're, uh, <laughs> if he has Newton back. But uh, I don't think he's like – Hoyer's just there to be like, all right, let's just not play the Chiefs, and we could probably win with Hoyer. Maybe. Ah, They're in the game right now. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's the way that he, he rallies his defense around him. He's like, hey, we know we have to focus on him. But they've been playing the – the Patriots play the Chiefs really good. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is, hasn't even beat the Patriots yet, I don't think. Yes, no, he beat him one time. No, yes, he, he has. They beat him one. Yeah, two, the Patriots are two for one in the series. Well, one of them was in the playoffs, but anyway. So, my next right, uh, my next bust of the week is uh, T.Y. Hilton. We brought him up last show. Wah, wah, we needed wah. him to get there. T.Y. Hilton is basically uh, he's basically a drop now. He's done, though. It just he does enough for the year. The Colts' offense is just gross. The Colts' offense is droppable. <laughs> so any person who catches the ball, yeah, like, yeah, because even like I mean Hines hasn't even stepped up after the worst. Uh, the it's worst it's a tight end. Really you good. want a tight end for a touchdown, right? And that's it. And they just basically like that's kind of it's kind of Philip Rivers' style. It's just kind of like 
Because now that he has a defense that's keeping up with the team, he's like, ah, I don't have to do that much. I don't have to throw as much. I don't got to do nothing. I don't have to worry about throwing a pick to end the game. I mean, this week will be interesting because I feel like the Browns are by far the best team they've played. So, uh, I don't know who they play. Bears, Jets. Um, Keep Cincy, going. No. Jacksonville. Jacksonville, for sure. I know they played them. Uh, you might be right. I mean, they played the Patriots, or the, not the, the, the Chiefs, so that's a pretty good team. No, they played both did not play the Oh, sorry, the, uh, sorry, wait, sorry, wait, wait, wait. I, I said Chargers. I said Chargers. Nope, the team that's playing the Browns. Yeah. And the team we're talking about. <laughs> they have gone. It's been Jaguars, Vikings, Jets, yeah. Bears. Oh, yeah, we're by They lost to the yeah. Jaguars. Right, but the, all those teams are terrible, so I don't know actually know how good the Colts are. Like, I don't think the Colts are that good of a team. I, I said that before the offseason. I said the Browns are going to keep the crap out of them, but I still think that's true. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see. I think the Colts are a, a little bit better than we're giving From them credit what? for. From what? We're giving them credit for. Defensively. You're saying they're better than the, we're giving them. Wait. Yeah, I know, but from, like, what evidence? Because <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. I mean, they've, they've gotten, they've, like, I think they've scored. They've scored a couple weeks now. They scored against Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold gave them two picks. <laughs> They scored him in Scandal. Like, my future MVP, Sam Darnold. They're still, still, they're still scoring. I think they're still there, though. They're still there. They're not really the. Uh, I know, but. I their offense just is not there. Like, it just. It's. For pass catchers, like, it just. It's non existent. Yeah, you can't play. I don't know who you're going to play on that team next week. Well, actually, I do know. I have one person I'm going to play next week. Yeah. But. Philip Rivers. Nope. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, but yeah. T.Y. Hilton, though. He's. Drop I hate it. to say it, but you have to. I think you just have to drop him now. Who's like, going to trade? Trade him and Kenyon Drake to someone. Try it. Yeah. yeah, you can trade him. I don't think you're trading him right now. I don't think you're trading him. Well, you're, you're just going to put him on the trade. Like, you're trading, you know, blankety blank. And Remember when I said Hilton last week, it's like, would you rather Hilton or Russell Gage? It's just clearly Russell Gage. It's. Yeah, by far. There's just no upside with T.Y. now. He doesn't yeah. have a base, doesn't have any. Does he even have a touchdown this year? No. Ugh. Jeez. Just, just a sad day. Just sadness. All right. My next guy. Even had the ball this game. I feel like they just don't even have the ball. I, it's tough. Like it's all. I'm just watching Brian Hoyer this whole game. It's terrible. They just show the time of possession. They have their two minutes left in the taking. So my second dude is Daryl Henderson, sticking with the Rams. And man, this just goes back. How did the Rams not destroy the the Giants? I just don't. And then not <laughs> only that, Spencer they Malcolm the Brown after Daryl Henderson had this amazing week, just. Malcolm Brown's like, hey, man, I'm here. I'm going to be annoying. And then Cam Akers, yeah, come, don't, uh, Cam Akers come back this next week. So it's just become a three-headed mess. There are so many backfields in the NFL right now. You just can, for fantasy, you cannot use it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we, we said at the beginning of the year, we said not to use it. And then we're like, oh, yeah, then Brown's the guy. Oh, then Henderson's the guy. Now no one's the guy again. So we were right. So Akers <laughs> will be the guy next. We just fell for it. That was a big thing. But, yeah, I I'm I out don't on know what's going Rams. on over there. I'm out on those. Re- I'm out on the Rams by, uh, running back. Just out. Yeah. <laughs> not playing that game no more. I'm out on their tight ends. Yeah, I have Akers on that team, and I'm probably dropping him. I I don't want to play the game. All right, so my next drop – not my next drop. My <laughs> next bust is Josh Jacobs. You could drop him. Basically <laughs> the exact same stat line as uh, Miles Sanders. He went 15 for 48, 4 for 3 and 25, and you just – yeah, you, you want him to bounce back after that first huge week he had and just nothing, and he's just not bouncing back. Like, he's kind of touchdown dependent, and the Raiders just aren't getting it done right now, and it's pretty frustrating. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, they had that big play against uh, – they had that big game against the uh, Saints. The Carolina. It was Carolina. Oh, Carolina. No. Well, yeah, but I mean, they had that big win against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, against yeah, the Raiders, like, wise, back to being normal. Fantasy-wise, Josh Jacobs was great against the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. that was that week one. Yeah, of course. But, like, yeah, the Raiders weird that, like, done since fantasy. Yeah, he's just been he's been slow. He just hasn't got it back. It hasn't got it back. Hopefully, he picks it up here soon again. But they're just not they're not scoring. <laughs> they're just not scoring in the red zone for him. That's all it is. It sucks. So, oh jeez. My uh, next bust, same line as uh, T. Y. Hilton, but I a hundred percent would I do it? Cause I already did it. Is A. J. Green just drop him? It's it's over. It's T. Higgins over there. It's Tyler Boyd over there. If you can get T. Higgins, get T. Higgins because it, it's done. A.J. Green's done over there. No you more on the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah. good to some other team. I might give him another shot again. 
Right. Honestly, the Bengals, that's that's done. the only argument I have for keeping him right now is if the Bengals trade him to a contender or someone that a team that needs a wide receiver, and maybe they can get something out of him. That's I the don't only. Even know if it's yeah, he's just not. He's getting targets. Like, what? What else do you want? Like, yeah, just you, you need the opportunity. He was getting the opportunity, and he just didn't capitalize on any of it. Like, he, he just didn't. He looked good-ish, but he does. He doesn't even look better than Tyler Boyd now. Like, yeah, Tyler Boyd is making him look like trash. that's it's that's what's going on. Like, it just kind of sucks. I'm probably dropping him this week, and it's tough. I was gonna ask that, but you uh, heavily advised it already. So. I already did it. Yeah. You already did it. It's a different yeah. league. Different oh. league. I dropped him. Okay, but yeah, I was the. Uh, I had a deeper Didn't bench now, and I there's only like two wide it's a two wide receiver league. So I don't really he was like my fifth wide receiver. Yeah, oh, like, it did not hard. he was not. So really, that's not very that's not very bold not really at all. You you can give it to someone else. Be like, here's the trap. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> the foot of the trap, right? Yeah. All right, my last suit is DJ Moore. Talked about him last week. It's man, it is just not working out like everyone thought it was going to be. It's just he had the one good game against Tampa. Well, other three are. Forgettable at best. It's just yeah, he's still getting the targets, but he's just not getting like he's not getting the yards, not getting the touchdowns. Like something has to something has to happen there. Yeah, it's just it's not clicking yet. The the Teddy Bridgewater DJ Moore connection is not existent. I well, mean Robbie Anderson just turns out he didn't suck. Turns out he was really good at yeah. being a wide receiver. Adam Gase is just the worst person in the history and of yet, persons. He has a job longer than Bill O'Brien. I really think Bill O'Brien just pushed. I think he really did his. You just trust. Just, you got to trust me. I think he just pushed his limit. They're like, hey, man, we're 0 4. We trusted you for a long time. You got rid of Hopkins. You're gone. Yeah. It's like, that, that, it's well, like he think, just did a lot of that. Like, they I questioned th- that move, and he was like, just trust me. I got this. Another <laughs> big thing First is, like, and they have uh, there's a big difference between uh, Sean Watson and Sam Darnold. Sean Watson has a chance for an MVP, and then there's Sam Darnold, who's just. A I mean, when he was a rookie, he was playing at that level. Right. And so he still has, and they're like, Dude, he's still a good quarterback. We need to get this guy. This is what in. that's what I said earlier. It's like the Texans have hope. They have Deshaun Watson. <laughs> they have Fuller. They have David Johnson. The Jets have no one. Yeah, I mean they played. This was a week for this was a week for them that they can't win. Like they can't win against the Vikings. I know the Vikings get sneak in some wins every once in a while now, but uh, it, it's that was a week for them to win. You don't Texans win. Are just you have bad. to be young. They have just, to. They, if they don't, their beat the defense Jags, is atrocious. It's the worst defense. No, that's the Cowboys. Okay. Finish it off, Mitch. Uh, let's see. Ow. All right, so Tyler Lockett this week. He was a rocket. He's no longer a rocket. He crashed. <laughs> crashed and burned. That rocket came back down to earth. He's going to have another good game here soon, but it's just it hurts to look at that uh, that stat sheet from this week. Four, for two, well, four targets, two receptions for 39 yards, and it's just – it's gonna happen, but it just hurts you. It hurts you to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm They're not just, too worried about it. I'm not too worried about it overall. You know, I had him. You know, he had that big three touchdown week. He has these kind of weeks, though. Like uh, you, I just like the relics in this. Yeah, they didn't really. Yeah, I know. DK had a good week. Just saying. Yeah, it's like they don't need. They use them when they, they need them and stuff like that. And just like that's okay. One thing I also was kind of funny too is the stat line that DK, uh, Metcalf has been putting up every week is kind of funny. It's literally four it catches. Four hundred almost. It's all four catches. Over a hundred. Not over 100 everyone. He's probably averaging over 100. But it's like it's been like 90, 90, 100, 100. <laughs> and it's just like – and he gets like, a touchdown in there. He's just like it's, – it's He's amazing. like averaging like 25 yards a But he just gets that one 40 to 50-yard catch a game. And that's like all the sta- – like that's, like that's the main <laughs> Russell stat Wilson drops back. He throws. The ball is off the screen for like five <laughs> seconds. And it just lands in DK Metcalf's – yeah. It's like it, it, basically they're doing the Madden play where you're like you get the big fast guy and you just make him run really fast. And then it, it just works in real life, turns out. Turns out they have a guy who's <laughs> bigger and faster than everyone, and you have a guy who's the best quarterback at throwing it far. Dude, it's like did, 100% effective, but no works one, all the time. How did he end up in Seattle? Like, he was the last pick short. in the second round. I don't understand how Metcalf made it through so many just Oh, no Metcalf. Thought, I thought you meant uh, – No, I, I meant Metcalf. Like, how does – how do all the NFL teams be like, oh, you can't run routes? They're like – do you see how talented that dude is? <laughs> That's because you just didn't like that size. Like, oh man, that guy's that big. He's like, okay, he can't run a route. He can't. Uh, he's gonna get injured. Quick. That was his big thing too. I remember hearing like, oh man, he's so much muscle. He's just gonna get injured too. He's like, we don't oh want darn. That. And they're but just now like, he got paid. He could afford the steroids that don't pop up in the test, <laughs> so he don't get injured. So yeah, he that was a 
That was a perfect spot for him to land there. That's like a, it's, I, that's like the when you go back to that draft, it's like yeah, that guy is the biggest deal. Like he make he he's taking that team to like another level with mm-hmm. Russ. Like Russ stepped it up, and then uh, Metcalf was like, "That's all. Like I'm just gonna help you." Right. So, all right. Woo. So that's all we got. That's all we got from there. Let's, let's move into. <laughs> let's move into the uh, matchups of the week. Ooh, we're going here. All right. So matchups of the week. We got, uh, we got, I'm going to start it off with Mike Evans. Once again, Chris Godwin's going to be gone. And just Mike Evans, touchdown machine, playing Thursday night against the Bears. I don't think the Bears are going to have a chance in this game whatsoever. And I just, I still don't trust the Buccaneers. (laughs) I still don't like the Buccaneers' uh, uh, rushing game yet. So they're just going to keep throwing, keep throwing, even when they're up. Then Mike Evans guaranteed touchdown. What does Ronald Jones have to do to get respect from you? Does he have to like literally save the world? Pretty it's much. not Ronald Jones. It's Bruce Arians. That's it's why. just that that offense in general. <laughs> Ronald Jones. Like you just don't like Ronald. Not Jones like Ronald Jones at the beginning of this year until they got uh, Fournette too. Then Fournette. Oh, right, but Fournette was out right last week. He's like, I still don't like Ronald Jones. Yeah, well, that's just not their offense. They're not doing the ru- They're not that rushing game. They're just gonna throw and throw and throw. And Which they not- did, by the way, it was awesome. But so, they also ran it twenty times with Jones. I still got. I mean, I still like. My, I still like Mike Evans this week. Right. Evans is the big play this week. Well, go, go, like go! All right, that's all I got. Anyway, all right. My first dude is Russell Gage. Fresh face. Yeah, I know, right? So Russell Gage, I had the matchup. There it is. <laughs> he is playing the Vikings this week, and uh, you know, play a lot of people in that. Game. Play all, the, <laughs> and as the third. Third guy you got to worry about, besides Julio and uh, Ridley, I just think Russell Gage, he basically cemented himself as the third option in the Atlanta offense. and <laughs> He's the non-touchdown threat. When Matt Ryan's yeah. standing back, he's like, you know what? I don't want to throw a touchdown today. I'm going to throw it to Russell Gage. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what he does on those plays. He's like, I just need a couple yards. Yeah, so he should be involved. He should be involved. Oh. He's going to be involved. And I think this the Vikings versus Falcons, that could be an entertaining game. I'm pretty excited about it. And just quick transition. My one of my first matchups is Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey, Justin Jefferson versus said Atlanta Falcons. I think that game, Spencer's alluded to it. That game's just gonna be a heavyweight fight. It's gonna be a slugging, all this point scoring game. And Justin Jefferson's coming off two good weeks, and they changed their philosophy and got him involved both weeks. So third time's a charm. And if he does, if he goes off this week, you're he, he's gonna be a worthy flex player, or like a third wideout in the league. Are we looking at something different? I'm looking at ESPN right now, and I see week five they're playing uh, Justin Jefferson will be playing in Seattle, not Atlanta. Don't make fun of me. Oh, I looked at the wrong one. I'm sorry. Yeah, No, Atlanta's playing the Panthers. Yeah, that's right. Atlanta's also playing the Panthers. Good, also a very Justin good match. Je- he's, okay. he's talking about Justin Jefferson. So yeah. Either sorry. way, no, I still like Justin Jefferson in the <laughs> Seattle game. But I was like a little bit confused there. I'm like, it's still. I, I just forgot. I knew it was a good matchup. So when he said Atlanta versus the Falcons, I was like, oh, that makes sense. It is a good matchup. Yeah, no, this is still a good matchup. For with, some uh, reason, it said, uh, he had week six pulled up. I don't understand. Almost. Oh, wow. Well, so, spoiler alert. You should play Justin Jefferson and Russell Gage in that matchup. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So all the things we said still apply. Both defenses suck. Yeah, just so. honestly play it both the next two weeks. You'll probably be pretty happy about it. Yeah. Right. So next time on my list, my next on list is uh, Robbie Anderson. We talk about DJ Moore being on a <sighs> Robbie Anderson, <laughs> awesome. He's getting a bunch of targets every week. He's, He's still has a big play too. potential. <laughs> he is going to be a great play this week against the Falcons. It's going to be awesome. Uh, just that game, it should be a 30 to 30 game easy. And this is so much scoring this week. Yeah. And on that note, my next dude is DJ Moore. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, this is his last chance. Otherwise, I'm off ship. I'm completely. Uh, oh, get in there, my. Get in there, get in there. That oh, was that cool. Slow. Touchdown. DJ Moore <laughs> and Robbie Anderson <laughs> should both have really good games. Like I said, if, he, if Moore doesn't do this this week, I am off the ship completely. Yeah, this is his. Uh, this is his last draw. They're playing the Falcons. I mean, the only thing could they be playing the Cowboys? Sure, but they're playing the Falcons, who also have a terrible defense. Dude, they're playing it. So, oh, I'm winning by point zero two right now. Congrats. 
Alright, so who am I picking? Alright, so my next matchup is Mo Alley Cox. He's playing the Browns this week. The Browns, notorious for giving up points to tight ends. And the only person on the Colts with any type of any type of talent that isn't Jonathan Taylor is Mo Alley Cox. Phillip Rivers already likes to throw to tight ends. They already have a little connection. He scored this week. I think the Browns are going to be up in this game. They're probably going to have to pass. And Mo Alley Cox is going to have to score some points for them to even be competitive in the game. And I think it's going to be a good game. So He's really just looking for that one touchdown. That's all you're looking for for tight ends anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's got... He's the he's the biggest play of potential on the team right now. Like they don't have a lot of other people, especially in the red zone. So and last on my list is Antonio Gibson. I like that he had that big week last week. I think I could see him do it again this week. They are against the Rams. I just think that either one they're gonna be down, or two they're gonna be uh, able to. Just, Stay in that game, and I think Gibson's going to be the way to do it. We've seen that little baseline. We've talked about him. He got that 20-point boom week. I can't say it's going to be a 20-point week, but I can see a 15-point week coming from him this week. Yeah, he should be good. <laughs> I don't got much to add there. Um, my next, my final guy is Sean Watson, who has Woo! a new head coach now. And honestly, hot take of the week, I think he's going to be top three quarterback this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I think he poor is... Poor Jacksonville. Yeah, poor Jacksonville. <laughs> if there was ever a week for him to get right, like, granted, he had a good... He had a decent week last week against... Or this week against the Vikings. It's a pretty good week. Yeah. He he suck. was one fuller bobbled touchdown in the end zone away from having a pretty decent week. So, I think they get it done against the Jaguars. And Watson's gonna ball out. So, that's... Oh. Sticking with that matchup, I'm picking DJ Chark. He's been involved each week. He finally got some volume back this week, and uh, I don't know, I think he has a pretty good baseline. I know Sky still doesn't fully believe in him, but I like him this week. I think he's going to continue his streak. I think he's going to make you believe. I would definitely be playing. I would definitely be playing him this week, um, in probably some type of daily lineup. That Chark, oh, yeah. the Texans Jaguars game is going to. There's a lot of games this upcoming week that could be a lot of scores. A lot of. You thought this week a lot of high scores. There's going to be a lot of them next week, too. Ravens are going to score a bunch this week. Texans, Jags going to be a big scoring game. Raiders, Chiefs. <laughs> Panthers, Falcons. I don't, I don't think you say this this year just high scoring. doesn't matter who's yeah, playing. Yeah, it's fair. high scoring. I think that's just how this that Monday night game is pretty sweet, I think. Yeah. That could be a pretty awesome. Ooh, God. <laughs> that's what you get when you drink a Dr. Pepper in the shower. <laughs> Shout out, sponsors. Move <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they want this show. <laughs> no feelings. So, moving on to, uh, moving Anthony, on to some trap Anthony games. Anthony, pay for the spot. <laughs> moving on to some of the trap games of the week. Oh, I'm going to bring up. Holy crap, he's back. Keep going. Damien Harris. That's not. That's a waiver pickup. Yeah, oh, that is. That's a waiver pickup. Told you. Yeah, that's right. Look uh, at him. He knows people. You're off the show, Spencer. Oh, yeah. So, go to my trap game. All right. <laughs> we got. Called Simon. Kenyon Drake versus the Jets. Now, this is all the pieces are together here. This is like a this is like a desperate plea. And I just don't think just I haven't seen enough from like I say I haven't seen him in the passing game. His rushing game he, I think even if he scores this week, he's still gonna be under under value where I think if you have the other I think you're better off playing a wide receiver in some hot, one of these hot games. Like I would much I I'm honestly This is the last week for Drake. I don't know. The magic was too good to for me to like really take him out. Like yeah. I don't, if you're really going for like a boom play, I don't know if it's someone with a bigger boom potential. <laughs> like, I just don't see the boom happening. I think he would have boomed. I right get now. it, but the boom is possible. Like it's against the Jets. Like the Jets are, they're the cure to everything. I thought the, I thought the Redskins would be the cure to everything. I thought the I Lions so. would be the cure to everything. I thought, I thought the, the Panthers. But they're not the cure to everything. But the Jets are truly, truly, truly terrible. I just think there's been way too many shots for him to actually be dominant, and he just has not seen it yet. I think he's just – This is – I don't think he playing this week. Like, I think – it depends. If you have a good option to pivot off of – because, like you said, if you're in a redraft league, you send a second-round pick on him. So you might not have an option to go elsewhere. If you have an option, do not play him. Play the other option. But – Honestly, what I was talking about with DJ Moore about jumping off the ship. If Drake doesn't do this this week, I am jumping off the ship, grabbing the anchor, going to the bottom of the ocean, and, and drowning playing, myself. And playing Chase Edmonds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, if you were able to grab Chase Edmonds, he might become pretty pretty gnarly soon. 
Yeah, that's my only optimism about having Drake, is that yep. I honestly would chase that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, all right, my trap game I'm looking at. I'm gonna, I don't know which one I'm going to go with. I think I'll go with Traquan Smith versus the Chargers. I know he just had the really good week this past week, two touchdowns. Uh, Sanders uh, got him in the yardage, but, you know, Smith got the two touchdowns. Reason it's a trap game, he just had a really good week, but Michael th- Oh, excuse me. Michael Thomas Excuse you. Michael Thomas is about to come back. And I'm pretty confident he's gonna play this game. And if Michael Thomas plays, Tragon gets very little very little attention. He might score again, but I don't I don't like I'd rather go elsewhere in yeah, that game. Well, I, what I like about Traquan is that Everything. he has that big play potential. But I haven't seen that yet from Breeze this year where it's like he has that big play in him yet. It's going to happen. He, I guarantee he gets a like a 60 to 70-yard touchdown by the end of this year. But you just don't know what it is. But right now – It's very bold of you. Right now, that just is – that's going to be his play there. I'm going to start focusing on Michael Thomas again, and then he's going to get one play down the field. I told you, Drew is saving his passes for going down the field. He threw a couple, giving him like maybe like one or two. They were like 30, 40-yarders. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't wait for week 16 when he's throwing a medicine ball. And Mitch, like, remember, he's saving him. He's saving Mitch, him. Mitch, remember how I told you you were the king of denial, denial land? <laughs> yeah, I met – you have a new member. <laughs> no, Drew Brees is fine Drew. over there. Once he gets Michael Thomas <laughs> He's got back, his own island. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's going to develop everything. So, but uh, you're right, though. This week against the Chargers defense, too. Not going to be the best time there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mick. All right. It's, if you're still trying to figure out the – the wagon wheel that is the Rams' backfield. I am sorry, Bucks for Life. That oh is my a, God. Playing any of them is a trap game. All of them are just an equal risk. Like, not, <laughs> they said they're going to ride the hot hand, and they rode, like, the medium hand this week. Like, Darnell. Not Darnell. Daryl Anderson. Daryl Henderson. <clears throat> Daryl <laughs> Henderson. His hand was so hot, and they just gave the ball to freaking Malcolm Brown a bunch of times for no reason. And then Cam Akers coming back, like we mentioned. Like, I'm just. Just out on the Rams' backfield. Dale Henderson got eight carries. Third, yeah. yeah, we will. After, I think we can finally. We you said it already. We can finally agree. Yeah. That it. That's just it. Yeah, Literally. and then Acres is coming back. So then it's another. So like they're the trap of all traps right yeah. now. And another trap is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' backfield with really just Ronald Jones right now. But it just isn't the time to have Ronald Jones. It just isn't the time. It just isn't time to have a, a Tampa Bay running back. They're just not a rushing well, team. Pass interference. So. That was a good pick. Yeah. It actually looked like very, very uh, little pass interference. Didn't look like it was shooting the goal. But Ronald Jones, I don't think he's going to be the play this week, and that's pretty much it. Look at that quick turnaround. I don't know what they're going to do on Thursday. That game's going to be kind of – you could play either uh, – not either defense, but almost either defense in this game. Honestly, Brady's been good for the pick sixes this year. That's what I'm saying. Like, so kind of fuzzy. Yeah. Are we doing this last one or are we moving on? Now finish it up. All right, so the last trap game I got on here, Todd Gurley versus the Panthers. It's just a Gurley it's, special. It's a great matchup, but <laughs> it's Todd Gurley has not been the same player this year. We had hope and expectations that he might be able to bounce back with the Falcons, and it just, they just, it's just not working out. And Brian Hill is becoming way more of a thing than. I think any of us thought he would if be. Gurley got like if Gurley got all if he was the Jordan Howard of the team, I'd feel much better. But he's just not. They don't. They use other people at the goal line for no reason. Like use Gurley as a goal line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just uh, I think they're they were saving him for the playoffs, but I think they forgot they have to get to the playoffs. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that was their mentality. I, I, yeah, I don't think they're getting to the playoffs, man. I really I think, don't. I don't. I think you. I mean, Go, Ron. Yeah. I'm gonna trade you him and Devontae Parker. <laughs> Crazy. So, getting off that, what about Kenyon Drake? Trade. You include him too. <laughs> That's not gonna help my trade. That's gonna make the trade so much worse. I'm like, I'll, I'll be the worst player if I do that. <laughs> but, so, um, we we'll can't do waivers. But before we get to waivers, I'm proud to bring us on the beginning of the show. But I want to give a shout out to <laughs> one of our league members right now, our Hammer listener, Time. Our listener, you're welcome. <laughs> Hammer Time, uh, congratulations on your million dollar lineup in a FanDuel. Uh, you know, listeners of the show, they get rewarded at times. <laughs> so, shout out to Spread him. Spread the word. You too can win a million dollars. <laughs> Getting shout out, shout out to him, though. Congratulations on setting up an amazing lineup. And uh, talking about going to lineups. So, you keep adding on to your team. We got a couple waiver pickups this week. 
We got we got Brandon Ayuk, who, uh, you know, just had an amazing play. Yeah, to start off. So Brandon Ayuk got a nice little hurdle, jumped over everybody, and uh, jumped into a possible roster spot right now. Jumped into our hearts. <laughs> so it is a little scary over there with um, Debo coming back. It is a little bit scary with uh, Debo coming back. But I think he's still going to be the good play there. I think the um, I he may be able to use in the running game a little bit too. They're That's going to be Debo though. That's the only issue. So, But I could still see them both being used. I think he's still going to be a good pickup to look at. Don't waste a ton of fab on him, but if you can grab a spot right now, I think he's a good guy he's to look at. He's worth a bench guy, but I, with Debo yeah. coming back, as a Debo owner, I'm going to believe in Debo. <laughs> it's just it's a nice because it's a nice ad because if Debo because he does have a Liz Frank and that he can, does hurt himself. It's not good. Does re-injure easy, easier than other injuries. So Ayuk would be pretty good then, like especially even better than he is good with the ball because he's crazy. But that hurdle was insane. <laughs> yeah, that was a good way to uh, get nice nice little points there. That'd been all daily play if we would have had him. Next on the list we have Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith finally had a good breakout game. Like we said, thinks that he's playing against the Chargers this week. But overall... And Thomas is coming back. That's the main yeah. stinker. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the Chargers is like the mini stinker to the actual news of Thomas coming back. Yeah. He, he still has potential to kind of steal some touchdowns away from... Um, well, steal touchdowns away from uh, Emmanuel Sanders and stuff like that. As long as he gets some usage. I want to see him grow, but this well, gave Jared me a lot Cook's of hope for out. them right now. Is Jared Cook going to be out for a few more weeks or no? Or is he just that one week kind of guy? Uh, it was a groin injury. Don't know. So if he's still out, I can see Trey Smith having some more, role, especially a role in the end zone, because he did catch the ball, and that's if you're a veteran quarterback and the guy catches the ball, it's like ah right, cool, let's throw to him in the end zone. He's like, starting to build. Well, that, the first week out, Michael uh, Michael Thomas, it was just like, dude, who do I throw to? Who can I trust? And I don't think Breeze had it yet. Had now that Breeze can actually trust somebody, there's something to do there. Right. So next on the list is uh, Mo Ali Cox. If he did not get picked up last week, go grab him right now. This is gonna be your tight end saver for the year. You know, for he, real, he's like, gonna be the guy. He's gonna. If you didn't get drafted a good tight end, or you have Noah Font, or um, who else just got injured? That was big. Uh, Jared well, Cook. Jared Cook. Um, just make sure you pick up this guy right now. This guy is the guy you want to waste some fab on. He's the only guy in the Colts that can catch the ball, and it's just gonna be a great play for him next week as well. Mm-hmm. We also got uh, Damian Harris on this list. We're watching this game right now, looking pretty good with Sonny Michelle on the IR, and the Patriots being a run. run first team still. It's just like you don't know whether it's gonna be Cam or him. He's but especially with Cam gone another week, this Damian Harris should be a great play. Um, he could be. He could win the job too at the end of the year. They could become. They were never sold on Sonny Michelle. Yeah, I know. So it, he, they he could definitely play himself into the, like into the starting role. So they just do play. Uh, they do get to play Denver next week, so that could be a game where they get up. They can nice get up pretty game. quick yeah. and uh, really step it up. So you throw the ball. That's all. Uh, that's all we got for this week's episode. We'll see you guys again next week. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch, and I'm Spencer, and we'll see you guys next week. Let's get a win.